Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz Gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. Montana's only daily sports talk show. Nuwana's Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! What's up, everybody? Happy Thursday. Welcome in. Nuwana's Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Thanks for hanging out with us here on your Thursday. Ton to get to today. Got some free stuff coming up for you because, of course, we do. Although I do I do have to say uh, we donated our Grizz Hockey to I didn't We didn't donate. Our Grizz Hockey giveaway was in association with Katie O'Keefe's as well as Canyon River this week. So uh, we'll have we'll be back to giving you free Grizz Hockey tickets next week. Congratulations to all six of our winners. We're going to give you a pair of Grizz Hockey tickets every Wednesday and a four-pack every Thursday. And uh, the four-pack, you're going to have to go down and pick up at Katie O'Keefe's right there by the uh, Glacier Ice Rink in the Stevens Center. You're going to get a free pitcher of beer as well. But a ton of stuff for you today to get to. It is a... Another big weekend in the Big Sky Conference and a big game here in Missoula, a rivalry game here in in Missoula, a rivalry renewed with the University of Idaho, the 88th matchup between historic rivals and uh, a clash that's has a history that dates back to 1903. So pretty fun, pretty impressive. We'll get things kicked off with the across the sideline with. Idaho head coach Jason Eck, his first trip to Missoula as a head coach. He's been here as an assistant before, uh, namely as the offensive line coach at Montana State in 2015. Was that game in Missoula? I'm trying to think. I guess the even years are in Missoula. So actually, he might have not even ever even been to Missoula. Regardless, he's joined us on this show a couple times. He'll join us in the, uh, his first time as Idaho's head coach uh, to talk about this clash with the Grizzlies on Saturday. Also, we're going to hear from Bobby Houck. The way that the practice schedule is working right now, Coach Houck literally only has a couple minutes when I get to him. And so we're going to continue to uh, share with you whenever we can from Coach. But right now, it's not going to be very long form interviews. Yet, still fun to hear uh, from the head coach of the Montana Grizzlies. So he'll join us about 4.30. We also will hear from Jackson Tucker. He is an incoming recruit for the University of Montana. Andrew Houghton caught up with him a little while ago. And we also have another recruiting interview, this one with the future Bobcat quarterback, Chance Wilson. He's from Owasso, Oklahoma, uh, from just outside the Tulsa area. He's lightning in a bottle. He's super, super athletic. Uh, so he'll join us about 445. And then Justin Angle, a business angle, the overlay between business and sports. That'll start off 
the second hour, and then we'll talk some NFL about 5.30. In between all of there, we also have some free Warden's Market for you. They give you a six-pack of beer and a sandwich of your choice every single Thursday, so that'll be coming up about 4.45 uh, as well. Hope you're having a great day. What a beautiful day it is. That's your show outlook here on your Thursday Presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. The Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any and all real estate questions you might have in the real estate world in Western Montana, give Brent and his team a call today. Just went on my ESPN.com to give you some scores of the Major League Baseball playoffs. And... uh Seattle Mariners, Houston Astros rolling right now. Heartbreaking loss for the Mariners earlier this week. They're up 7-5 in the bottom of the ninth inning, and then they let it slip away. Uh, Rodon Alvarez hit a moonshot walk-off three-run home run, and Astros win game one. Well, now we're in the bottom of the seventh in Houston in game two, and the Astros lead 3-2. to two. So uh, six and a third with seven strikeouts for Luis Castillo, the star Mariners pitcher, but he leaves the game with his team trailing, so um, backs against the wall, certainly for the Mariners. I'm also looking, says the Guardians and the Yankees postponed. Looks like Andrew and Jeff are doing some tech stuff, so we'll get to the why of that in a minute. I literally just pulled this up to look at it. I was busy, you know, making you this awesome radio show. But our Major League Baseball updates throughout the rest of the uh, playoffs and our conversations will be presented to you by Sportsbet Montana. They are uh, bringing us our all football all the time. Well, now they're also going to bring you some MLB, MLB uh, discussions as well. Baseball in the playoffs, fun to bet on. So um, I, I like it because you maybe have two games in a single day, and you can just pick the winners. You know, Astros and, and Guardians paired together, or Yankees and Mariners, whatever combo you want. Or maybe you just bet each individual game, but you still get to have some action for a couple hours at least. So uh, Sports Bet Montana kiosks located around the great state of Montana. You want to find where one is at, just go to the Sportsbet Montana website and uh, click on locations. We'll keep you up to date with what's going on with the Astros Mariners. The University of Idaho comes to Missoula on a three-game winning streak. They are 2-0 in Big Sky Conference play. They have victories over um, Northern Arizona in Flagstaff, which is a big one, I think, for the Vandals, as well as... Uh, over Northern Colorado on homecoming two weeks ago. Interesting dynamic in this game because both Idaho and the Grizzlies are coming off buys. So I don't know if that's advantage, disadvantage for either side. I, I'm not really sure. I th- just think that uh, both teams have an opportunity to be a little bit more fresh. That's a, a pretty good timing for a buy after five games, two conference games. So um, we'll, we'll see if that's an advantage or disadvantage on either side. But I think this Idaho team... I think the biggest difference compared to the last three matchups, so Idaho and the Grizzlies have played three times in this battle for the Little Brown Stein since Idaho returned to the league in 2018. And as I've emphasized and reemphasized on this show and on our Big Sky Breakdown podcast, I think that Idaho's uh, talent has been down the list, far down the list on their issues. I think they've had good talent since they've been back in the Big Sky, especially their top-end talent, some of the best players in the league uh, since they returned to the league. Guys like Jeff Cotton, who are still playing in the NFL, wide receiver. Caden and Christian Ellis, 
Obviously, the, the sons of a former NFL guy, Luther Ellis, who was the D-line coach there at Idaho for almost a decade uh, on Paul Petrino's staff. So uh, inside track to get recruits like that. But they still had them, and they still had great players. I mean, Trey, Trey Walker, their stud inside linebacker from last year, a senior on last year's Idaho squad, he had a cup of coffee in the NFL. So they had high-level talent there at Idaho, and I think they still do. I just think they have a, sort of a renewed enthusiasm around the program, a new voice. Um I think just a, a renewal of positivity and uh, a much more cohesive plan. And will that result in a victory on Saturday in Missoula? I don't know, and I, I actually don't think so. The Grizzlies have moved to a 16.5-point favorite. The line opened at uh, minus 8.5. So a lot of respect from the betters, a lot of respect on uh, the people making wagers on Montana, but also, I mean, justifiably so, because the Grizz have been lights out defensively. They've been exceptionally good on special teams. And they've shown explosiveness on offense. And I think that if they can keep improving in all three of those areas, they are already a nationally elite team. They could become a national championship caliber team. I think that they're knocking on the door uh, of exactly that. I think the, so much credit, though, deserves uh, – Jason Eck deserves a lot of credit. It's only five games into his first season. But I, I just think that and – and this is not unexpected either. Eck has done a great job. I think he was a good hire. It's not unexpected either, though, that – the guy, whoever it was, was going to have a lot of rope there in Idaho because of all of the calamities that have gone down there uh, in Moscow from uh, some scandal there on campus involving quite a few of the, oh, not quite a few, but a, a number of student-athletes there at the University of Idaho, uh, the subsequent then firing of the president and the athletic director, uh, as well as then the non-renewal of the contract of Paul Petrino, the head football coach. They also had their whole deal with Don Verlin, who was a, a, a winning coach, a guy who won 20 games multiple times there in men's basketball. And he was let go because of some internal stuff that came out, uh, basically a self-mandated NCAA uh, investigation that then resulted in the dismissal of Don Verlin. So there's been a lot of tumult there at the University of Idaho. I have long stated, though, that... The guy who came after Paul Petrino was going to have a ton of rope because he wasn't Paul Petrino. I, you know, you, you can you can give a lot of credit to Paul Petrino for navigating weird times there in Idaho. I mean, they went to and won a bowl game. Uh, there, I guess it was either last or second to last year playing in the FBS, and then you know he had to recruit against what a lot of people would say against. They moved down to the FCS, and he's a Montana guy with Montana ties. You know, their family's from Butte. The Petrino family is, and obviously Putter Petrino, the Hall of Fame coach at Carroll College for years and years and years, and then Bobby and Paul, his sons, have matriculated their way around college football. But sometimes you just need a new voice, and I think Jason Eck is that new voice, and I think he's done a great job just in terms of sort of writing. Uh, not outright the ship. You can't say this is a complete task whatsoever, and they could be in for a huge setback on Saturday because if they come in here and they get whipped, uh, I think that even though their their fan base has a lot of enthusiasm, that will definitely deflate the balloon at least a little bit. All that said, X a really fun guy to talk to, a guy I got to know pretty well when we were each living in Bozeman years ago, and a guy who then got a chance to cut his teeth under John Stigelmeyer at South Dakota State, one of the most consistent and long-term coaches in all of college football. And now he's at the University of Idaho. Well, happy now. Across the sidelines where we profile head coaches for the oppositions of both Montana and Montana State. The Grizz coming off of a bye. 
And we're now we're joined by Jason Eck. His ESPN radio debut, he has joined us on our Big Sky Breakdown podcast several times, namely when he was the offensive line coach at Montana State years ago, but now the head coach of the Idaho Vandals. They come to Missoula for 120th meeting against the University of Montana, the battle for the Little Brown Stein coach. Thanks so much for joining us. To start there, how much do you know about the history of this rivalry and how much are you learning this week with the Grizzlies coming up? Well, it's been an educational, you know, thing for our whole uh, our whole program. You know, I don't know if anybody on our team has even ever seen this thing in person. It's been so long since it's been in Moscow. So, uh, you know, we got to do a little education about it and about the history of this rivalry. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know if this is going to be the year because they're damn good. But uh, I'm hoping that over time we can make this a better rivalry because it's not a very good rivalry when one team dominates every year. In your experience coaching, and you've been at a lot of different places, is it different when you have a, a quote-unquote rival on the schedule? Or I guess how do you make it not too much different than this, the, the ins and outs, the week-by-week uh, week week grind that's gotten you guys three wins in a row? Yeah, you know, I, I think it's a bigger deal. I mean, I, I think you're playing, you know, you're, you're playing with something that has a little bit more uh, history to it. And, uh, you know, I, I think these games are fun to coach in. You know, I, the, uh, you look at the history of this, how long it's been going back, um, you know, it's much longer than like the Dakota Marker Trophy that you know South Dakota State, North Dakota State play for. But I, I think that definitely adds something to the rivalry. When I was in college, you know, we had uh, Paul Bunyan's axe with Minnesota and Wisconsin. So I mean, I, I think these trophy games are something that uh, is unique and very special about college football. So to be a part of that, I think is a great honor and a great you know opportunity. Jason Eck joining us, University of Idaho head football coach. His team in Missoula on Saturday, 1 p.m. kickoff. For the Battle of the Little Brown Stein. Uh, Coach, just take us through the scope of your season so far. You're on a three-game winning streak. You're coming off of a bye. So what would you like about your team's play the three weeks prior? Going into the bye, what would you get done during the off week? Well, I, I think we've, I think we've, uh, on offense, we've continued to get better, I think, which is encouraging. Uh, I think we've had, uh, you know, each game have played a little bit better there. You know, I thought defense, you know, came away with the last game, maybe not as fired up about how they played. You know, I thought Northern Colorado had some decent things they were doing on offense, but uh, they, they didn't use those against Sac State, unfortunately. But uh, so I, I think our defense has a little chip on their shoulder. They can play better uh, than they did. But, uh, you know, I think our defense, you know, has done a lot of good things, you know, shutting out Indiana in the first half and, you know, holding up, holding Washington State to 10 points in the first half and, you know, now, you know, we got to play our best game this week. I, I really think Montana, uh, I, I think they're probably better than the Power 5 teams we played. I mean, you look at them beating Washington last year, and, and they've really controlled every game this year. You know, no no, no team has really even been competitive uh, with them. Um, so this is going to be, I think, our biggest challenge. I think the crowd will be the toughest place we play in, you know, more so than Indiana and Washington State. So, uh, but, you know, I, the Sagarin ratings have them as the number one team in the nation. They got my vote. I think they're very good. Let's talk about your quarterback. Giovanni uh, McCoy has been unbelievably efficient, uh, especially during Big Sky Conference play. 18 of 20 against Northern Arizona and 22 of 27 against Northern Colorado through four touchdowns uh, in that uh, Northern Colorado win on homecoming for Idaho. What has allowed him to be so efficient and so consistent so far this year? Well, a couple things. It's a credit to him. You know, I think he's really taken coaching and, and uh, continued to improve and is making great decisions, is protecting the ball, uh, which I think will be critical You know, against a great team like Montana to, to not turn the ball over and, and give them momentum. Uh, and, and I do think uh, you know, our offensive system, You know, Coach Leister has done a great job. Uh, you know, he was with me at South Dakota State, and we, we kind of retooled it after the 2019 season. And uh, you know, we've tried to really simplify a lot of the reads, 
you know, I, I, you know, we don't have a lot of pre-snap reads where you got to figure things out. It's, it's more of just repetition of the same plays over and over again out of different formations and different looks. And, you know, just trying to get your quarterback to play very fast so he can't get confused. You know, I think Montana does a great job with a lot of their disguises uh, of, of both of coverage and of their blitzes. And, uh, you know, so I think you can get, if you're trying to make a lot of decisions, you know, pre-snap on what you're going to do with the football, that can get you in trouble against a good team like this. McCoy Hills from Lawndale High School, which is a high school that's produced quite a few really athletic quarterbacks that have made their way to the Big Sky Conference. And sometimes, Coach, you got to harness and reel a guy like that in. Sometimes you you don't want to do that at all. You kind of just want to unleash him. What's that balancing act been like with Giovanni? You know, he's a pretty disciplined kid. I mean, I you know, he I don't think he's a guy we have to reel in. You know, I think he's done a great job of extending plays. You know, he's not a you know a freak athlete where we're gonna you know uh, you know he's not quite. Um, you know, like Montana's quarterback, you know, the Johnson kids really athletic, where I think they like to design some quarterback runs. We're really not designing many quarterback runs for Giovanni, but I think he's done a really nice job of scrambling. Uh, he's also done a great job of extending plays when there's been pressure, maybe escaping from the first rushers, you know, scrambling and then finding, keeping his eyes downfield and finding somebody. And uh, when you play the best teams, man, when you play a team like Montana or North Dakota State, I think your quarterback has to do that because you're not going to have, you know, when you just take your drop and are ready to throw, there's not guys open, <laughs> you know, as, as much as there is when you play in average teams or poor teams. So uh, you're, you're kind of counting on the quarterback uh, to buy you some time and, and to do those things to win games like that. So, uh, you know, I think this will be his, his greatest challenge. I, I do think he's uh, improved a lot and, and played his best football the last three weeks. But, you know, again, Montana's a lot more like, uh, you know, Washington State and Indiana than they are like the last three teams we played. So this will be a great challenge for him. Jason Eck, first-year Idaho head coach, joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app, Idaho at Montana on Saturday. And, Coach, you mentioned the Grizz, and that's a high praise, saying that they are more talented than the FBS teams that you've played so far. Uh, what do you think it is about the Grizz that make them such a, a challenging scout? I mean, I've been covering them for several years since Bobby Houck's been back. Their defense, incredibly unorthodox, incredibly high tempo. They play with such great energy. Uh, so let's just start there. I mean, how big of a challenge is it to scout this defense and to prepare for it. Well, I think they're very well coached. I mean, I, you know, obviously, I, you know, I, I I think they're probably better as a team. I don't know if they like to a man are more talented than those Power Five teams, but uh, they're very well coached. You know, you look at their defense. You know, a lot of teams you play, if they do a lot up front with their D-line and linebackers, they're simple in the back end, or vice versa. If they're complicated in the back end, they're simple up front. These guys do a ton of stuff up front and a ton of stuff in the back end, and to do that and coordinate that and have it all together uh, is really impressive. I think it's a sign of a well-coached uh, team. They, they do a lot of things really well, and, uh, you know, they got a very experienced staff. I mean, they're, you know, they're D-coordinator coaching Rose Bowls and stuff, so, uh, you know, it's, it's a great staff and, and very well-coached, and, uh they are unorthodox. Again, I don't know if I've ever coached against a system quite, you know, like this. I know I think it has some of that descendant of Rocky Long, uh, you know, in his system. But, uh, you know, it's a very challenge. It is unorthodox. You know, I think we got to be simple and try to execute because I think if you uh, – they do so much. If you try to do a lot of stuff with it, you're not going to execute it as a high level. And, you know, it's like why they're giving up, you know, 2.2 yards of rush and five yards of throw. I mean, their statistics are kind of ridiculous on defense. And then, you know, offensively, I mean, I, I think there are a lot of what we'd like to be on offense. You know, I think we got to keep developing our tight ends and grooming them. But I, I love watching their offense when they get in their 12 personnel and 13 personnel. And they'll, you know, they'll use jet motions. They'll use the quarterback in the run game, you know, the downhill physical nature of their run game. I think their whole line is very good and very well coached. Uh, you know, I think their whole line – 
you know, as probably as maybe anybody as good as anyone's who's seen maybe save Indiana's. Um, you know, so I, I like what they do up front. And, you know, again, I like having an athletic quarterback. He does a great job with his feet. Um, so, I mean, it's a good team, man. They're, they're, uh, it's going to be a great challenge for us. When it comes to the atmosphere, like you said, it's going to be a raucous one. It always is in Missoula. Is there anything you can do to prepare for that, or how do you get your team to sort of embrace it and maybe even ride some of the energy? Well, you know, a couple things that, you know, we're, we're going to do a lot of crowd noise all week, um, you know, and, and really we'll borrow kind of the same, you know, recipe we did when I was at South Dakota State getting ready to play at North Dakota State. Cause I think those are, you know, just based on, I, I've never played at Montana before, but just based on watching tape and seeing the number of false starts over the years I, I've seen, I, I think uh, when I first got to South Dakota State, you know, after I left Montana State, you know, I think Montana played South Dakota State in 2015 in the playoffs, and South Dakota State had like eight false starts or something. It was gross. Um, so I, I, you got to really prepare your players for a. You're not going to hear the snap count every time, but that's not an excuse. You got to try to get off on the ball, or uh, you know, find a way even if you're late off the ball to still get your job done. Uh, you know, we'll we'll do a lot of split practices where we like take the offense inside for scout team periods and just crank it up as loud as it can go uh, to try to get them used to not being able to hear anything. Let the defense stay outside because I do think the the fan base will be well coached up and be quiet as a mouse when uh, you know Montana has a ball. So I, I don't want to subject our you know, our defensive coaches and defensive players, so I, I do not think they'll have a problem communicating at all when the off, when Montana's offense is out there. Uh, so we got to do that. I, I think it's important in these games that you uh, you don't get caught up in an avalanche of momentum, you know, because once in a while you get into those teams where the crowd gets rolling and you make a few critical errors early, and then you look up and you're down 21 nothing, and it's like, you know, 10 minutes into the game. So I, I think you got to let it settle in. You know, at least try to get the game to the second half where the fans go out and get a few pops at halftime. Then you know, if you can if you can make it to that point, you got a chance, maybe. Well, a great many head coaches in the league they choose to kick first; they can get the ball second, so that the stadium no, no, does no. have a few less people in, a few more people outside drinking some sodas. Jason Eck joining us, a University of Idaho head football coach, his squad in Missoula to take on the Grizz. Last couple of things for you, Coach. I know I asked you this on the Big Sky Breakdown a couple of weeks ago, but sort of a rephrasing of it. Tradition is such an interesting element and such an important element for a successful college football program, especially in the long term. Idaho has great tradition. How have you got about learning about that tradition? and maybe sort of implementing it or trying to reignite it uh, in your first year here as Idaho's head coach? Well, like I said, this has been an educational week. I mean, I got a little sheet on the history of the rivalry. I was shocked to learn that Idaho's won more games in this series than Montana. And uh, obviously the last 25 years have not been that way, but, uh, you know, that kind of shows. Like, I, I, I bet nobody in our building would have known that. You know, I bet none of the players would have known that in the all-time series Idaho's won more games. So, you know, I think we've tried to embrace it. You know, we, we talked a lot even in training camp about, uh, you know, we had a lot of guys back for homecoming who played in the early 80s, you know, and, uh, you know, from 1981, uh, Idaho had a lousy year and the coach got fired and then they brought in a new coach in 82, Coach Erickson. And, you know, they, they didn't win the league, but they were able to make the playoffs uh, the very next year and had about a six-game turnaround. And, you know, that, that, that's to me, you know, our goal. And, um, you know, this is going to be a very tough game. I, I don't think this game necessarily uh, is, is a make or break or a, a must win. I'm, I'm hoping that we can go compete well. I think we understand that uh, when you're playing a team like Montana, you can play on the road, you can play pretty well and still lose the game. Uh, but that, that that's really what we're going to try to focus on is focus on ourselves and make sure we play at uh, the best we can play. And then hopefully they bring their C game or something and, you know, you can maybe, you know, make a game of it. But uh, um, it, it's an education process of learning about that history and then trying to, to build it back. Last thing for you, then, in terms of reharnessing it, building it back, 
How much could a good performance and a win uh, in Missoula on Saturday help that effort? You know, I, I think our fan base is pretty excited about the progress we've made, you know, just uh, being 2-0 and in conference. I mean, Idaho hasn't been 2-0 and in conference since 2009, so that's a pretty small hurdle to have. But obviously that doesn't, uh, you know, really raise any heartbeats across the country. You know, we're not, we're not ranked or anything. But, uh, you know, I think obviously if you can uh, – you know, that's the opportunity in this game. If you could find a way somehow – to uh, pull a miracle and beat these guys on their on their home field, I think you'll you'll catch the imagination of uh, catch the attention of the FCS uh, world. So uh, you know it's a tremendous tremendous challenge. It's going to be very very difficult, but uh, it's also a great opportunity in that way. Jason Eck across the sidelines, presented by Advanced Thompson Vision. He's the first year head coach of the Idaho Vandals. They play in Missoula Saturday afternoon, one p.m. kick from Washington Grizzly Stadium. The battle for the Little Brown Stein coach. Great talking to you as always. Best of luck on Saturday, and we'll catch up with you down the road. Thanks, Colter. Appreciate you. From the sideline to the end zone, catch every play with your best vision. Next time you're at a game, look across the sidelines. Can you see it? Like, really see it? With their world-class eye surgeons, friendly professional care, and the most advanced technology available, you can trust Vance Thompson Vision to provide you with the best possible options for your eyes. From LASIK to cataracts, Vance Thompson Vision's team of experts Helps you enjoy every play with clear vision. Let Vance Thompson Vision help you see across the sideline all season long. Visit VanceThompsonVision.com or call to schedule a consultation, 866-620-EYES. From Idaho to Montana, what's Bobby Houck think of this matchup? What memories does he have from the Battle of the Little Brown Stein? And how about a new Grizz football recruit? All that next Keep it right here. You want us now? ESPN Radio. College Athletics is a fundamental part of the fabric of our communities in Montana, and it's the stories of these young men and women that drive our passion at Skyline Sports. Coulter Nuwana is here. In 2015, my brother Brooks and I founded SkylineSportsMT.com. As a lifelong athlete, Brooks has an elite knowledge of football with a deep perspective with his time spent playing safety for the Montana Grizz football team, while I won a collection of sports writing awards, including 2010 Washington Sports Writer of the Year during my time in newspapers. Together, we can offer you the best sports journalism in the state with crisp writing, unbiased reporting, cutting-edge photography, and a grassroots feel that belies the corporate takeover of modern media this day and age. As Montana natives, we have a deep historical knowledge of the fiercest rivalry in the West. We share a combined 22 years' experience involved in the Big Sky Conference. That experience gives us unparalleled knowledge of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics. If you'd like to experience this with us, visit SkylineSportsMT.com and subscribe for only $8 a month or $90 a year. SkylineSportsMT.com. Every day, every season. A little throwback, a little 80s. That's kind of the theme of the afternoon here on your Thursday. I hope you have a great day. Coulter Nuana is coming to you through the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Missoula Broadcasting, locally owned and operated for more than 15 years, and happy to say so. Really great to be doing local radio uh, for a statewide audience every day here uh, on your television, on your app, and uh, on your radio dial. So thanks so much for all the support and for always following along. It's time now for our Hauk highlights where we highlight an interview with University of Montana head coach Bobby Hauk. Now, uh, they have a new schedule at Montana. They have special teams meetings right before Tuesdays and Wednesdays practices. Then the specialists come out. And so, Coach Hauk, I can intercept him uh, 
And it's so brief because as soon as the guys get on the field, he's got to start coaching practice. So, I mean, I get it. <laughs> it's just a scheduling thing. We're going to work on maybe a different time. But we're going to supplement these Bobby Houck sound bites with uh, also some interviews about Grizz recruiting. So um, that should be fun. And our Houck highlights, I guess now, plus a little recruiting central action. We'll hear from Jackson Tucker, by the way, uh, incoming recruit for the University of Montana football team. But how highlights each week presented by Ryan Holloway and Miller. Ryan Holloway and Miller Law Firm has established a strong, well-earned reputation with their respected attorneys in criminal defense and personal injury. Nate Holloway can handle the most complex criminal defense cases, while Paul Ryan is known for his high acumen for DUI cases. Angie Miller has a biology degree, which gives her an elevated expertise in evaluating personal injury medical malpractice cases. Together, The trio can help you no matter what your legal needs. Case evaluation is free, and the phone line is always open 24-7. Ryan Holloway and Miller, your Montana attorneys. Just a few minutes with University of Montana head football coach Bobby Houck leading up to his team's rivalry game against the University of Idaho on Saturday here in Missoula. Uh, the renewal of the uh, Battle of Little Brown Stein. Do you remember the first time you ever coached against Idaho? Because when you were first at Montana back in the day, that was when the Idaho-Montana rivalry was the real deal. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Probably uh, probably 88 when we beat him here. Coach Reed, I don't think he beat him before that. We went to 4-0 for the first time in like forever. And they had John Fries back then. What do you remember about him? I mean, he was such a great quarterback, one of the best quarterbacks ever played in the Big State Conference. Remember, they had a chance to – they were up two and had a chance to win it, and he threw a pick six. <laughs> I had him on the show. Uh, we're actually playing on Wednesday as we're standing here on the River Bowl, and he said the worst game of my career was in Missoula, Montana, and I feel I feel bad for those guys going there uh, this weekend. Um, what have you thought of just the job Jason Neck has done in sort of revitalizing the program or at least getting some interest back and, and uh, get Idaho rolling a little bit? It seems like this game, both teams 2-0 and in Big State Conference play, has some interest to it. Yeah, they won three in a row and are playing well. What are the key factors for your team uh, in this football game on Saturday? Um, you know, we need to play well in all three phases. It's the usual. Um, can't let them run the ball. we got to run it well ourselves. You know, the usual stuff. I know it's been good up front uh, since they got back in the league on both sides of the ball, but they also have this stud freshman running back. What have you thought of his addition to their offense? I like their backs, uh, not just one. I think they have several that are good players. When it comes to just the scope of this season, what do you think of the bye week, and what do you think of your guys' sense of urgency coming out of the bye week? I think we're always urgent. Yeah. I don't think there's anything different about this week than any other week. Bobby Houck here uh, at the River Bowl, University of Idaho, on uh, Saturday here in Missoula. Thanks, Coach. All right. Thanks, man. Go Grizz. Appreciate it. Sweet. I mean, at this point, that, it's actually what I appreciate about Bobby Houck because he <laughs> – yeah, I went to the coaches' show last night at Finn with our good friend Riley Corker and the voice of the Grizz. And Riley was, you know, doing his radio guy thing and, and going on and on. And uh, Coach Houck started teasing him. He's like, Riley, I say two words when you say 200, and it's both the same thing. Why well, say more than you have to? <laughs> but that's not what I'm saying. What I, what I appreciate, though, is that the Grizz are not really about secrets when, when it comes to what they do on the football field. It is very defined. Idaho knows exactly what Montana is going to try to do to them. On Saturday, Montana is going to try to 
overwhelm you defensively. They're going to try to hit your quarterback on every single snap that he drops back into the pocket, into the pocket or scrambles outside the pocket. They're going to evaporate the run. They're going to erase the run. Uh, they're going to put so much pressure on you, both from a schematic standpoint and from a mentality standpoint. And then they're going to pick their spots on offense, try to hit you with some explosive plays, and then they're going to try to flip the field and flip the momentum on special teams and just boat race you. And when they're at home, they're just so dang good at it. Bobby Houck is one of the great coaches in Montana history in terms of getting his dudes to play with their hair on fire at home. I mean, it sounds like a pretty simple equation, right? Sellout crowd pretty much every single weekend here in Missoula. But harken back to other coaches over the last 20 years, Nobody's team sets the Washington Grizzly faithful quite on fire uh, like Bobby Houck's team. And so much of that is when Junior Brickin takes a punt back for the, a touchdown or Malik Flowers takes a kickback for a touchdown or you know a couple of Missoula guys combine for a blocked punt that ends up in a touchdown like Levi Janicaro and Tyler Flink did earlier this year. So, um, again, like Bobby Houck said, it's not something crazy. or That's the other part about the Grizz in terms of analyzing them. Sometimes it's like, like Montana State, for example, or Eastern Washington or whatever, Weaver State, they're playing chess. We do this, you do that. We punch, you counterpunch. The Grizz don't do that. <laughs> the Grizz do what they do. They try to do it as hard as they possibly can, and they try to just wipe you out. And uh, so when you get to the midseason, like I asked Coach, you know, what's the keys to the game? He said, same thing as always. Stop the run, run the football, out-execute the other team on special teams, Win the field position battle. Don't turn the ball over. It's simple. This game of football, uh, it's easy, right? So uh, I do appreciate it, even if he's not an embellisher, that it is you know, just pretty straightforward uh, with what the Grizz want to do uh, offensively. How highlights presented by Ryan Holloway and Miller. Ryan Holloway and Miller are your Montana attorneys. Appreciate them for bringing you uh, interviews with Bobby Houck. Uh, each and every week, as well as uh, now what we're going to keep on doing is supplementing it with recruiting interviews. So University of Montana has uh, about a dozen verbal commitments at this exact moment. One young man is a defensive end and offensive lineman, going to play defensive line for the Grizzlies, Jackson Tucker. He's from Billings West High School. He committed uh, a couple weeks ago, I guess his uh, his... Twitter commitment uh, post has a timestamp of September 17th. So it's been a couple weeks here. Our Andrew Houghton caught up with him. This is ESPN Radio. Uh, Nuanas now here on your radio dial. And thanks so much for tuning in here on your Thursday. Houck highlights with a little recruiting flair, courtesy of Andrew Houghton. And joining us now as we continue our interview series with recent commitments to the Montana Grizzlies and the Montana State Bobcats. It's Billings West lineman Jackson Tucker, who announced his commitment to the Grizz just a few days ago, joining the Montana Grizzlies class of 2023. Jackson, first off, just thank you so much for taking the time uh, and joining us here today. Of course. Thank you very much. Pleasure. So let's just start here. I mean, what was, um, you know, what was committing like uh, just going through that process and, and getting it off your shoulders? Um, It was a... I mean, I had a lot of support through the process. The coaches were very accommodating. Um, you know, everyone with the Grizzly program was super um, supportive and easy to work with. And, you know, it wasn't too hard of a process. 
I enjoyed it. And, you know, I ended up just making a decision before the season really kicked off. And um, I'm pretty happy. Yeah, what was the timeline like? I mean, when did the Grizz start reaching out to you? And, and when did that all come together? Uh, well, first contact with the Grizz was probably sometime in the spring uh, before we, we definitely talked. I took... Uh, I called with Coach Sachs, the defensive end coach, uh, before we went to their Grizz camp. Um, and that's when we really started talking and uh, getting used to each other and um, moving forward, you know, with the process. Very cool. Jackson Tucker, Billings West lineman, who just committed to the Montana Grizzlies, joining us as we continue to catch up with all the high school players who have committed to the Grizzlies and the Bobcats in the class of 2023. Jackson, was it extra special for you just as a Montana kid committing to play Division One football in your home state? You know, I always ask this to the Montana recruits who stay in the state, and some of them say yes, and some say yeah, it's not such a big deal. What was it like for you? You know, it, it was a huge deal. Um, I've grown up a Grizz fan my whole life. Uh, it's always been a dream to have that opportunity, and I put a lot of my work in, um, you know, of course, to better my team, but, um, you know, I've always wanted the opportunity, and I'm so glad that I, I've been blessed to achieve that. Yeah, I think I'm super stoked about it, super excited for what's to come. Were there Grizz connections in your family growing up, or was it something that you just found by yourself? Um, my father was a Grizz alumni. Um, he went there, you know, a while ago, but, um, we have family up in Missoula. It's just always something that's been a part of my life. Um, and I've always enjoyed watching their games. They're always very electric. Yeah. Is that what you remember most about, you know, watching and going to those games growing up? Just the atmosphere? Oh, of course. I mean, the Grizzly Stadium is unbelievable. Some of my fondest memories is watching Cat Grizz games growing up. Um, just an unbelievable environment. Um, it's super cool to see what Montana can do and what it can bring to football. Definitely. It's Jackson Tucker, Billings West lineman, talking with us a few days after he committed to the Montana Grizzlies. And just a couple days before Billings West goes to play Belgrade this week, Jackson, how's the season been going for you so far? I know Billings West had a tough start to the season. You guys had a tough schedule to start the season. But how's it been going for you? Um, you know, as a team, we definitely have a lot of young guys that show a lot of promise. And it was a pretty hard start for us. I think we uh, showed a lot of good there. And now that we're getting into the conference play, we're definitely starting to roll a little bit more. Our guys are feeling a lot more comfortable on the varsity field. And personally, you know, I've dealt with some injury issues, but we're now working back into the season. I've started to play a lot more. I don't see it becoming an issue for the rest of the season, and I'm really excited to see what brings us. Well, that's good to hear. Tell everybody a little bit more about your game. And I, you play on you play on both the offensive and defensive lines over there at Billings West. But what kind of player are you? You know, um, I always strive to have a really strong work ethic and have a lot of drive. You know, every practice I want to put my heart into it, and that's how I want to play too. Just leave nothing off the field. Just go out there and, you know, beat the person in front of me. Um, 
I really enjoy football. It's a great outlet for me. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm really excited uh, for the rest of the season. Yeah, and that's what Rob Stanton, the head coach over there at Billings West, preaches to the hard work for all of his players. Jackson Tucker from Billings West joining us as we continue to catch up with all of the Montana and Montana State football commitments. Jackson, anything else that you wanted to add um, about this process, about coming over to Missoula next year, um, about this season before I let you go? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to say thank you to a couple people that have helped me. Definitely a shout-out to my family. They've you know helped me a ton through this process, my mom and dad and my brother being there, my sister as well. I want to thank my coaches at West High, their unbelievable program, the weight program with Mark Johnson. He's, I think he's the best in the state. He really conditioned us, conditions us well. And I want to thank the Grizz staff, Coach Sachs and Coach Johnson, who really helped me out in this process. Uh, it's been a great time, and I look forward to the next four or five years. Sure, we're we're only talking with Jackson Tucker today, but it is a good reminder that there are so many other people behind a high school football player making it to college and being able to chase his dreams. Jackson, you mentioned Coach Saxon. I guess that brings up my final point. Are you excited to play for that defense uh, in Montana? It sounds like they're recruiting you as a defensive lineman. Is that right? Yes, yes, correct. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm very excited. The Grizz defense has always shown to be a strong point of their game and coach Sachs is an amazing coach and I can't wait to be a part of this defense and I'll put in a lot of work so that one day I can be a part of that field and part of the game culture on Saturday. It's Jackson Tucker, lineman from Billings West High School who recently committed to the Montana Grizzlies, joining us just to talk a little bit about his commitment Jackson, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for setting us up, uh, and thank you for the insight. Yeah, thank you very much. It's a pleasure. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Jackson Tucker. And thanks to Ryan Holloway and Miller for their continued support of our coverage of Grizz football, whether it's presenting our weekly interview with University of Montana head coach Bobby Houck or recruiting coverage. Thanks to Andrew for recording that interview as well. Thanks to Jackson Tucker for joining us. Ryan Holloway and Miller, your Montana attorneys. Out of Grizz recruiting into Bobcat recruiting. They got a slick new quarterback from Oklahoma. He's a state champion in track and field. He's got a little swagger to him, too. Chance Wilson joins us next. Keep it right here. New on us now, ESPN Radio. Bobcat fans, support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. ESPN Radio. Big head, Todd and the Monsters. If you ever get a chance, go see them. It's fun. It's worth it. They're a great band. And uh, we get a lot of great acts. I was listening to some Trail uh, 103.3 FM earlier today while I was driving around. 
And if you ever do change the channel here from ESPN Radio, you are allowed to go one notch up the dial there to the trail. Uh, our sister station here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. And they were playing a little old track, a, a deep cut from the Grateful Dead from when they were live in Montana, in Missoula, in fact, in the fall of 1974. So uh, getting sweet bands here uh, in Montana, in Big Sky Country, and in Missoula, nothing new. Uh, it's been a cool town for a long time. More people just know about it now. Welcome back. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. How about one of the coolest places in Missoula, Warden's Market? They have the best craft beer selection, specialty beer selection you're going to find here in the Garden City. They also have a great wine selection as well. And they also have delicious homemade deli fresh sandwiches. I I particularly enjoy the WAPA, the TBLT. Those are both uh, really solid. Also have a full deli with soup and uh, various hot meals. The meatloaf on Thursdays, mm, so good, so so hearty. When it gets a little colder, that's where you'll find me. January, Thursday, boom, there I am, Warden's Market. You want a free six-pack and a sandwich from Warden's Market? Call us right now. I got a free six-pack of your choice, a free sandwich from Warden's. All you have to do is be caller number 4, 888-1029. That's 888 Call us right now, call number four, six-pack and a salmon, courtesy of Warden's Market like we do every Thursday. Time now for our Prep Extra, presented by Farmers State Bank. If you want to bank greener, you can do your part to save resources by banking greener with Farmers State Bank. Ask for paperless statements on all your accounts. You can use free, secure internet banking and bill pay to save even more. Download the mobile money app for personal and commercial accounts. You can also open an account anytime any day at Farmers State Bank, enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. We just heard from Jackson Tucker, a stud defensive end from Billings West High School who's committed to the Montana Grizzlies. Now here's Chance Wilson. He's a senior at uh, at a uh, Christian high school there in Owasso, Oklahoma, right outside Tulsa. He's headed to Montana State. Might be the Bobcats quarterback of the future. His athleticism through the roof. State champion in the 200 and 400 meters and uh, a guy who's probably a 4-4-40 guy, a 10-8. I mean, ran the, he ran the 110-8 last year as a junior. So uh, he can boogie and a fun kid to talk to. Well, happy now to continue our recruiting coverage here at Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the new ESPN MT app. And we're joined by a dual-threat quarterback from the state of Oklahoma. I don't know if Montana State's ever gotten a guy out of the state of Oklahoma, maybe one or two, but uh, new recruiting territories for Brent Vegan and his staff, and they got a commitment earlier this year from Chance Wilson. He's right there in the Tulsa area at Rejoice Christian High School uh, just outside of Tulsa. Chance, thanks for being here with us, man. Uh, tell us, first of all, what's the, the high school like that you go to right now? Tell us about Rejoice Christian. Yeah, um, Rejoice is a uh, it's a pretty good sized school. Uh, we are it's two A, so uh, a little smaller than most schools, but uh, we uh, it's pretty good. I mean, we, uh, the school here is pretty good, but uh, the football team is really good here, and the facilities we have. I mean, we have a uh, we just built a brand new uh, end zone facility with a sixty yard football field indoor, uh, brand new weight room, brand new, brand new locker room. So I mean, it's 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 pretty uh, pretty cool uh, coming here. Well, I know that Montana State got on you last spring and recruited you hard, and then you committed uh, this last summer, but just take us through it. I mean, when did you first get in touch with the Cats? Who was the first guy to kind of start recruiting you from the staff? And, and just take us through uh, the recruiting process for you. Yeah, they they first started talking to me in, um, I would say, April. 
and it was uh, just Coach House, and he just like I think he just DM'd me on Twitter uh, last spring, and uh, he wanted to come up and uh, watch me throw during a uh, spring ball, and so he came up and watched me throw during spring ball, and uh, he really liked what he saw, and then uh, me and him just sat down and we talked for like an hour and a half just talking me back and forth like talking a little bit about football but uh we mostly talked about uh just me and uh, like my personalities and stuff like that which i i, I really liked and then um he uh, he promised me if i if i if i gave him a couple of days to come up to montana he would make me fall in love with it so i uh i accepted his offer and i went up to montana in june and me and my family me and my dad uh and a couple of my siblings we went up there and i mean the first sight, I, I loved it, and uh, it was just, it was just so different from where I'm from. From, but uh, it felt like home. And uh, I, uh, me and Coach Vegan had a good talk, and me and Coach House we threw together a little bit, and all together it was great. What did you think Montana was gonna be like before before you first came? Uh, I had I had no idea, um, honestly. Uh, I've never been to Montana. I've never been anywhere up north. To be, to be like that far north and it was just it was just different and uh i knew there was gonna be mountains and stuff like that and then with the whole uh with the whole school and uh football program i was uh i just didn't know what it was gonna be like being in an fcs program um i mean it was just i've never really thought about that and i didn't know how how big the school was gonna be and uh how, how good the schooling was gonna be but no uh, when i was up there they answered all my questions and uh i mean i realized that like from FBS to FCS, I mean, it's it's not that much different, you know. So, especially when you go to a place like Montana State, where it's big time FBS type atmosphere as well. And Bozeman probably a, a pleasant surprise for you too. I mean, that's one of the nicest college towns I've been to, man. So, oh uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Chance Wilson joining us here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. He is a uh, verbal commitment to the Montana State Bobcat football team. Committed this last summer. Uh, just take us through. Um, everything else. I mean, what do you think of the campus? What do you think about going to school for? Do you have any idea what you want to do academically? Yeah, um, I want to do uh, study business, and so we went to the business school, and it's it's a fairly new uh, building, and it was it was very nice. I was I was not expecting that, and uh, that really caught my eye. And then just the campus. I mean, it's it's a pretty big campus, and. It's just, it seems like everyone just loves the football there. And I mean, Bozeman, the city in Bozeman, it's just, it's crazy. That one street right outside the campus, it has all the food places you would ever want, shops, all that stuff. So, I mean, the whole, the whole, the whole thing was, was pretty great. Mr. Coach House, right, too. I mean, he's such a young and up and coming coach. And uh, I know he likes guys like you that have dual threat ability, can run and throw. What do you think of just the offensive scheme that Montana State's running? How much did he show you? And uh, how do you think you fit in? Yeah, no, I, th- I felt like I felt in great. Like, that's that's one thing that sold me the most. And uh, it was that a lot of stuff they do now is some stuff that we do right now in high school. And I felt like it shows off my legs and arms great. Why not want to run the same? similar offense in college than you do in high school so i know you do other sports too track and basketball as well how much do you think that helps you i know you had some great track times this last year as well so uh, what do you like about track how much do you think that helps you as a football player uh i think track helps me tremendously i mean uh just i just i love competing and i feel like if you miss out on time competing then it's it's gonna it's gonna hurt you in football because i mean the biggest thing about football is competing and um i mean with track i mean running it's getting me in shape for the season it's it's getting me faster we have a great a great track coach here 
and uh, he he's a football coach also, so he knows he knows what he has to do to get these kids uh, faster. And a lot of football players run track, so we're we're, we're one of the fastest teams in, in the state right now. So it's just it's just it's good. That's all I gotta say. The 100, the 200, those definitely hone your your short area speed and, and a lot of stuff that's uh, applicable to football. But you also run the 400, and I always think that if you're a guy that runs the 400 or the 300 meter hurdles, it means not only are you fast, but you're probably tough too, because that it takes some mental toughness to get through it. I mean, just talk about that element. How much does uh, running the 400 help you just in terms of, of getting through stuff and building mental strength? Yeah, no, the 400 it sucks. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, like. Before the gun even goes off, you hate it. And while while you're running it, you hate it. And after after it, you hate it. So, but I've always been running the 400. I've, I've been running the 400 probably since I was in fifth grade. My dad uh, always let me made me do it. I hated it. I hated it. But I uh, I've learned to love it a little bit because it's a, it's a tough race and uh, you got to be mentally tough, especially for the final the final 50 meters is as hard. You know, he's, the kid that pushes the most is going to win the race. And that's what I love about it, because you got to push 100% the whole race. Chance Wilson, Owasso, Oklahoma, Rejoice Christian High School, a commit to the Montana State Bobcats, joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. And the last couple of things for you, Chance. Uh, last year, I know you had a great junior year, almost 3,000 yards passing, 40 touchdowns, more than 1,200 yards rushing, 22 more touchdowns on the ground. Uh, how's it been going this year? Uh, what's the season look like for you guys so far? And uh, what do you think of just uh, the stretch run here for your high school? Yeah, um, the season's going really good right now. We're six and zero right now. We played a couple good teams, a couple good two A teams. But uh, this Thursday, we play part of the hardest team of the year, and they're going to determine if we win districts or not. So it's, it's going to be a pretty tough game. But I feel like if we get past them, I mean, I don't think there's there should be a team that could beat us this year. So hopefully, state championships on my mind. So. Well, good, man. Well, last thing for you then, when you did make the commitment, how much did that clear your mind to kind of prepare for your senior year? And then what was that moment like for you and your family, just kind of knowing that you had your future determined? Yeah, no, it was it was great. Um, after I uh, figured out that I was, I was committing to Montana State, it felt like now I can just go focus on winning a state championship with my team. I mean, I'm only, I'm only with these guys for two more months. And uh, it, it was great to know that – I can just focus 100% on that because the recruitment process, it takes up a lot of time. I mean, visiting all these places, coach, uh, calling coaches, texting coaches, all that stuff. So it was great to finally be done with it. And uh, and knowing that I picked the right school for me and my family, they come, they, uh, my family let me uh, pick my decision, uh, let me do my own decision 100%. Like uh, I told them where I was going to commit. And uh, I, think, I think that's what they wanted to do. They wanted it to be 100% my decision, and they were happy for for me wherever I went, but they were, they were especially happy that I went to Montana. Well, very cool. Chance Wilson, Montana State Bobcat, quarterback, commit from just outside the Tulsa area there in Oklahoma. Uh, he'll sign with Montana State uh, upcoming. Chance, appreciate the time, man. Really uh, fun getting to know you. We'll keep on tracking you throughout the rest of your senior football season here, and uh, we'll be in touch before the uh, the pen goes to the paper. But appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much for joining us, and uh, you're welcome back anytime. And thanks for being here. Thank you. I enjoyed it. A lot of confidence in that kid. Uh, that's what happens when you throw for 4,000 and rush for 1,200, have about 60 total touchdowns. I don't know enough about Oklahoma high school football to know 
how much of a difference there is between the classifications. The school he's playing at is small, but those track numbers don't lie, and his film is ridiculous. So, I mean, there's a lot. There's so many talented high school football players now. Pretty much everybody. If you're going to Montana, Montana State, your film's ridiculous. If you're going to Alabama and Georgia, just forget about it. Your film is otherworldly, and you probably just balled so hard at certain camps, too. But Chance Wilson seems like a good one, and we appreciate him for joining us here on Nuanas Now. It's our Prep Extra presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. Justin Angle, a business angle, plus some NFL chatter. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. I am here with Catherine DeLands of the Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, the Advocates can surely help you. There's a lot of people out there that don't slow down for road conditions, that are driving recklessly or carelessly, and we want to protect the people that have been injured because of those driver's actions. You deserve an advocate. The Advocates will deal with the insurance company and defer medical bills, so all you need to do is rest and get better. The Advocates will handle the overwhelming legal stress of your accident because you didn't deserve to be in an accident. Chat directly with a local attorney online at MontanaAdvocates.com.